The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you interested in changing a part of your life? Whether it's finances, relationships, reducing stress, or just personal health, sometimes just changing a few small things can bring great rewards. Welcome to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wadwa. We'll provide possible steps you need to see these improvements. All we ask is that you try them out. Now, here is Dr. Serena Wadwa. All right, and welcome listeners to today's show. Um, with us today, we have Erica Fay, and really impressive here. She uh, is going to talk about a couple different things with us today. Um, but in terms of her background, she uh, is licensed as a marriage and family therapist and has worked, uh, I think you said around 14 years, is that right? Yep, about 14 years. About 14 years. Oh, great. So so 14 years, been working in the field. And in addition to that, which is why I'm really excited to bring her in, she is an endurance athlete herself, and she has competed in over 23 marathons and other things that I don't even want to say because then I'm just going to feel like, really, I need to get out there and get moving. But, so, <laughs> so Erica, welcome. Thanks for being on the show today. Oh, thanks, Serena. I'm so excited to be here. I love talking about this. This is one of my passions. So um, I'm just really happy that that I'm here. Great. Well, let's let's start off with just kind of your basic, uh, you know, how is it that you define physical wellness? Because obviously, you know, not even just from a professional standpoint, you've had to do quite a bit of your own physical mm-hmm. develop wellness and stuff like that. So what, you know, kind of combining your experiences together and your education, what, what is it that uh, physical wellness means to you? Well, I think if you would have asked me that question a few years ago, my answer would have been very, very different than it is now. Um, I mean, I think most people probably say that physical wellness is kind of the absence of disease in the body. and um, But I kind of ascribe to the fact that there's more and more research being done about how the mind and the body are really connected. And actually, um, there's a lot of research coming out of the... New England Journal of Medicine and Harvard and Yale and NYU about how the um, a lot of diseases in our body are actually directly related to what goes on in our minds. So I really think that it's kind of more holistic than just more, you know, just the body, something being an issue with the body. So now I, is I that kind of, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was, I was just going to say is that, you know, you mentioned that um, a couple years ago or a few years ago, your definition was very different. Is that based on some of your own experiences in terms of your own training? I think so. So okay. um, I've been an athlete my whole life, pretty much. I, uh, 
was a swimmer in high school and played water polo in college. And then after college, went on to start doing marathons and triathlons and then Ironman triathlons. And so I was lucky in that my body kind of did what I needed it to do when I asked it to do it. And um, (laughs) I also, you know, had the, I guess, um, luxury of having, you know, coaches in those, in those different settings that were able to kind of bring in some of the mental component. But I think the thing that really kind of changed things around for me was over the past year, um, I wound up getting a foot injury and wasn't able to run for an entire year. And uh, I really wound up having to kind of go back to the drawing board and rethink everything in terms of my wellness and kind of how I operated in the world. It was kind of a little mini crisis. (laughs) (laughs) A quote-unquote spiritual awakening. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's a Brene Brown word. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about, um, you know, this concept that, because I know that many of our listeners and, you know, many people out there that may access this um, after today, you know, we all want to be more physically active. All of us want our bodies to, you know, what you said, to do what we want it to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious a little bit about, you know, your a philosophy or, you know, what, even like with clients that you may see, because I know that you work with athletes as well, that mm-hmm. how do you, how do you, what do you suggest for individuals to help them, you know, get their body to do what they want them, what it, what they want their body to do? Well, I think that's really important. It, you know, one of the things that I kind of came to in my little spiritual awakening, <laughs> as we're titling it, um, I kind of realized that I had developed a really adversarial relationship with my body. And mm. that just really, I wasn't even aware of the fact that I was doing that. You know, when it broke down for me, then I wound up getting angry and wondering why it wasn't going to do what I needed it to do. And, you know, anytime in the past that I've been injured, I've also had the exact same experience. Like, oh, well, no, that hurts, but I'm not going to listen to that because I want to do this. So, you know, it it really, it's not a very friendly situation when (laughs) when you kind of view your body that way. And so one of the things that I think is really important is to take a look at how someone really sees their, their body and what their relationship is like with their body. Because I think a lot of times the messages that we have around, you know, our physical bodies and, and also you know, how we see ourselves in terms of our value in the world, they just really dictate the way that we operate. And we may not even be aware of the fact that that's going on. So that's That's kind of the first step. Yeah. And that's such a great, that's such a great way to phrase it too, because I think oftentimes, you know, individuals don't really think of having um, a healthy relationship with their body or, Mm -hmm. Or even with their physical selves, you know, it made just the whole aspect of what you mentioned earlier, this absence of, of disease that I, I don't know if people necessarily understand that. Can you give like an example of what that may look like? Or like when you say, um, when you say you had an adversarial relationship, so it was kind of like you saw your body as an enemy? Yeah, I mean, it was really interesting. Like, just to give you an example, um, a couple of years ago when I was training for an Ironman triathlon, I had a bike accident, and I wound up breaking 
two bones in my hand. And the doctor in the emergency, I was 10 weeks out from the race and the Ironman training program is 30 weeks long. So I, you know, I had been done with two thirds of the training and I was 10 weeks out from the race and, and I wind up breaking my hand and I'm in the emergency room and the doctor's like, well, I've got bad news for you. You're not going to be able to do the race because these bones are broken. And I was just, the immediate thought was, uh, that's not true. I'm doing this. And so like, Mm. I didn't even pause to think, wait, that might not be good for my hand. My hand is actually going to, it needs to be functional for the rest of my life. You know, I, I mean, it wound up working out okay, but just the fact that I didn't even pause to like recognize the Mm -hmm. fact that there was something physically wrong but my mind was so like, well, no, I said I'm going to do this, so I'm going to do it, you know? And, and I think sometimes that transfers over, you know, to just our everyday lives, you know, when people are kind of like having to force themselves to go to work, they don't feel like it. I mean, there's a level of that, mm-hmm. you know, I think in terms of responsibility and things like that. But when that becomes like the method of how you operate, it crosses the line into really becoming very detrimental. That yeah, that's. Question? I'm sorry. Does that answer your question? It totally does, and that actually that that's a really great example too of what you said earlier about how, you know, even for you personally, that your uh, definition of what what is physical wellness shifted more into this mind body connection, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm hearing you say is that you really see. You know, that like in terms of being physically well, part of that is actually being able to listen to what our bodies are saying. Like if we're, yeah, like if we're experiencing pain that we, we recognize it and we hear it and we understand, you know, okay, what kind of, is this like something I need to go to the emergency room or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, my first thought when I got in my crash was that my bike was broken. That was my first thing. And my friend was like, you're bleeding. Let's get you out of the middle of the street. You know, I was more concerned about my triathlon, like, um, supplies. (laughs) Those were still okay. But I was with my actual physical body, the one who's powering the race, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Doing all the work. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a little bit backwards. Um, but I think that's kind of a, a thing that we all can kind of get sucked into with the way that um, everything is so fast-paced and now we're, we're all being pulled in so many different directions. You know, if you're a parent and you're trying to balance being a parent and having a job and being a spouse and having friends and, you know, there's just so much right. that you can kind of wind up not paying any attention to what your body actually needs, which I think is really tough. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think, you know, just based on what you had been talking about, um, just developing this, um, what's the word, perception of this realistic perception of what our bodies do and, Mm -hmm. and not, not to some degree from what I get, not uh, taking advantage of that. Yeah. Kind of honoring it, which is, I think really a, different concept you know I don't know that that's necessarily the mainstream you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that you know and that's an interesting uh word there you know just kind of because I hear you know I've heard from like people um just you know out and about and whatnot like they will say you know my, my body is a temple 
Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and and I know, you know, like when I hear that, I'm just like, okay, I'm not quite <laughs> understanding that. But it sounds like there is some of what you're talking about in that. Well, right. And I guess I would challenge the temple because that seems real stationary and I'm such a movement-oriented person. That I don't know if I would say temple, but I would definitely say um, it's the engine that powers oh. our lives, you know? And That's... there's so many things that I believe that kind of go into powering the engine. I mean, I think everyone has had experiences where, you know, they're having problems in their relationship and that really impacts how they feel during the day or it impacts their focus, you know, or they're feeling creatively thwarted or, you know, they're not feeling like they're living up to their life's purpose through their career. And there are so many things that go into kind of how we feel about ourselves that really, I think, also kind of manifest themselves in our physical bodies and that can get hard to listen to. Yeah. And I, I like that um, phrase that you use the engine that powers our lives, you know, looking at our body like an engine. Mm -hmm. And so then it sounds like, you know, that, I mean, the thing that came to my mind when you said that was that, you know, thinking of like your body, like a car even. Yeah. You know, like, how how do you take care of your car? You know, if you want it to keep running and you want it to not break down, you get maintenance done, you, you know, f feed it good fuel. <laughs> right, exactly. You know? <laughs> so it sounds like there's some um, similarities with that for you. Mm -hmm. Definitely, you know, and I mean, I, I think the body is just, the body is a singular word. You know, when I'm speaking of the body, I'm kind of referring to, you know, both our mind and our physical body. And, you know, for some of us who can relate to a spirituality component, I think that's really large, too. So all of that kind of, when I say body, that's what I mean. I, I don't just mean like what we look like on the outside and in our physical realm. So there's okay. So there's more to it than and then just uh, yeah, the physical piece. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So I mean, kind of what we talked about so far is, um, you know, you see physical wellness as being more of a mind body connection, and really, you know, something that you suggested that I think is important for listeners to be mindful about is, is really thinking about how do they see their body and what is their relationship with their body, and perhaps maybe when we come back from break, we could talk a little bit more about that. Are are you okay with that? Yes, sounds good. Okay, great. So stay tuned, listeners, and we'll continue the conversation. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
take charge of your fitness and take charge of your healthy life. Listen for Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. Think back over the past week, the past month, the past years. Are you like a lot of other people? Too busy with the kids, work, travel, social calendars, business calendars, the day, the night, this and that. Make the decision to be healthier. Just do it. Chad Austin has made a living from motivating people to stop excuses and make fitness a priority in their lives. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to drserenawathwa at gmail.com. That's drserenawathwa at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, and welcome back. Thanks for tuning in and staying with us. We're here with Erica Fay, who's a licensed marriage and family therapist, and also, because I think it's so cool, an avid endurance athlete. She's been in 23 marathons and a host of other things, and talking with us about physical wellness. And, you know, in the first part, uh, we kind of talked a little bit about your conceptualization of physical wellness and how it really is about more than just the body itself. It's really a a mind-body connection. And, um, you know, the one step that listeners can take um, in terms of developing, you know, moving forward in their own physical wellness is really looking at their relationship with their body. And, you know, one question that came up for me was, um, you know, in the, with the clients that you work with, like you see athletes, Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I wondered if, you know, how, what have you commonly seen with clients that, that do have, um, a not so healthy relationship with their body? Well, I mean, they, you know, there are the obvious, you know, presenting clinical disorders like an eating disorder or body dysmorphic disorder, you know, those types of things. But even, um, I I really believe that, this could also lead to, you know, addiction and other ways to kind of numb that, um, you know, just kind of take, they shift the focus away from kind of what the real issue is, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of the feelings about who you are and, um, you know, what your whether or not wellness is even important, you know, is, is a huge question because I think sometimes people feel like that's outside of them, you know, and yeah. they'll get sick, you know. So, like, it's something that kind of happens to them without any, without necessarily knowing, like, that how they could open themselves up to certain things like that. So it sounds like even like people that may, you know, just as a general thing and not very specific, but it sounds mm-hmm. like, one of the things that you've seen is that individuals that may struggle with some sort of clinical disorder also do not have a very good relationship with their physical body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I think even in, in anxiety and depression too, you know, those, those symptoms are so uncomfortable. Um, 
it kind of sets up a situation where, you know, a lot of people get really frustrated with the fact that it's there. The anxiety is here. The depression is here. What's wrong with me? You know, so it really is kind of a a cycle that kind of leads to more um, unhappiness and frustration. And, you know, that's kind of moving in the opposite direction. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess, you know, the other flip side to that question is, you know, that came came to mind is what, like when you see somebody who, um, or even just in your own training and with uh, maybe peers or colleagues that you've run, uh, run races with or ran races mm-hmm. with, um, what, What's what are some like characteristics of individuals that may have a healthy relationship with their body? Well, I think that um, it's really interesting. But what I've noticed is that people who generally have a pretty positive outlook on life mm. generally have a pretty good relationship with their bodies. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that's a sweeping statement across the board. No, that they never are insecure or never have something they'd like to change about themselves. You know what I mean? But it, yeah. it's it's more of a movement away from what I was talking about before with an adversarial relationship. It's more of an acceptance and kind of like, oh, well, my knee's hurting today. So I'm actually not going to run. I'm going to rest. And, you know, just listening to what your body's telling you and the cues, um, you know, that just makes a a really large difference. Mm, So kind of respecting what their body says. Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. Or or even using the words you used earlier, which I liked as well, the honoring it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's big. You know, a lot of times we'll treat ourselves worse than we would treat anybody outside of ourselves. You know, on outside of us, like we, our expectations for ourselves can sometimes be um, a little crazy. You know, if you had a friend who wasn't feeling well, you wouldn't be angry at them for not going to your birthday party or whatever. You know, it's, it's like a lot of times we'll get angry like with ourselves if our body isn't doing something we want it to do, whether that be losing um, weight or you know, running a sub five minute mile, whatever that, you know, right. it, it can, it can get, it can get really tricky. Yeah. We do tend to be our own worst critics as mm-hmm. has been said many times. <laughs> right. <laughs> so let's move into um, some general concepts, you know, cause like in the physical, you know, world, like even in the um, uh, athlete world, they talk about, you know, these different concepts of stamina, strength, and endurance. And I know mm-hmm. you being an endurance athlete, what what exactly does that mean? Well, I think that stamina, strength, and endurance are things that, um, I mean, I, I kind of ascribe to what they sound like. You know, stamina is like staying power, strength is, you know, how strong you are, and endurance is like how long you can stick with something that may be uncomfortable for you. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of believe that everybody has stamina, strength, and endurance within them. I, I really believe that. I mean, whether it be, you know, a, a mother who whose child kept her up all night and she still gets up and goes to work in the morning. I mean, that is stamina, strength, and endurance. You know, it may not be in the same context of, 
running 26 miles or whatever, but <laughs> it, comes, it comes from, it comes from the same place though, you know, mm-hmm. it, like a desire, a sense of responsibility. So I feel like those concepts are within everybody and they, 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 they everyone has the, I think a natural, a natural stamina, a natural strength and a natural endurance. Okay. So like when you talk about endurance, then you're talking about like how long someone can sustain something. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you know, something that's challenging. I think at least, you know, since this is a radio show, I can't really ask whether or not your listeners are more, you know, in alignment with the people that are just kind of going through the day with an Mm. endurance level, you know, like just get me (laughs) at the end of this work day. Or, you know, if you have more of an athlete base, but in the endurance world, um, it, it is kind of about like push past the pain, you know, um, um, you, you just keep on going. They, there's like sayings all over the place. Pain is temporary. Pride is forever. You know, like oh, wow. so all this reinforcement <laughs> for this disconnection from your body. And obviously I'm an endurance athlete. So on some level I, I can buy into that. And I, and I think that it's kind of cool to see how you can challenge your body to do different things, but there's a definite fine line between, um, sticking with something and pushing to see how far you can go and pushing into injury. So whether that looks like, you know, running that extra mile or whether it looks like, you know, sustaining two straight years of very little sleep and trying to continue to operate in your life, you know, it's, you're still, you're doing the same thing. You're, you're pushing your body's limits and you're going to get some feedback from that regardless. And and that's a really interesting concept because, uh, you know, and I like the examples that you gave because I know a lot of times there's many people that, you know, will do that kind of endurance sweep of, uh, you know, working long hours because of whatever is happening on their job or because of finances or just circumstances in general. Mm-hmm. And so they do end up, you know, kind of pushing past their own limits to some degree. And, you know, and then the result, like what you're talking about is that they end up um, going into this place where they may injure themselves somehow. Mm -hmm. Or get sick, you know, or get get high blood pressure or, you know, all of that kind of stuff is your body's response to not getting what it needs. So, yeah, and it sounds like that, I mean, there is really a resemblance to even like the stress response that mm-hmm. uh, individuals experience when they are having, you know, more demands that they may have the resources for in the moment. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, our bodies aren't, I think it was uh, Robert Sapolsky who wrote um, why what is it? Why zebras don't get ulcers. That was one of the books he wrote. And he Uh talks about how we're not meant to sustain our stress response. It's actually supposed to just be temporary. But a lot of times we just function from that place. Mm -hmm. And that has a lot of fallout for us. Yeah. So that's really an interesting concept. Then when you talk about like endurance being, you know, challenging yourself and how far you could keep going. And so it sounds like from an, from a physical perspective, it really is more about in the short term. It's not about the long term. 
I don't even know. I mean, I think there's a really fine line. I mean, endurance athletes can get a little crazy and, and not, not, you know, I'm not calling anybody names. I'm one of them. Right. So I, I, um, I'm throwing myself into that group, but, um, you know, one of the things that I noticed when I got injured and this, this might shift our conversation a little bit, but I, I want to point this out because I think this has a lot to do with physical and um, emotional wellness is that, you know, I realized that the way I was operating with, with all of my workouts, my swimming, my biking, my running, um, I was using it to kind of cope, um, and I didn't really realize that until I got injured and I couldn't move the way I'm used to moving. I really had, <laughs> I had a little breakdown. I mean, I I started therapy. I didn't feel like the same person. I, you know, it it, it was really difficult for me because that was kind of the way I operated. And when I was able to kind of slow down and take a look at that, um, I realized that. Uh, there were a lot of feelings that I needed to pay attention to that I wasn't. I mean, when you are physically exhausted, yeah. you drop when you go to bed at night. You don't you don't really focus on, wait, how am I feeling? What's coming up for me? Oh, what is this? This is loneliness. Oh, this is sadness. Oh, this, you know, just doing mm-hmm. the feelings inventory, that stuff goes out the window. And you just are like in go mode the whole time. And, and I don't know that that's wellness. You know what I'm saying? And right. so when you're physically pushing yourself to that limit every day after day after day, if you're an endurance athlete or even if, you know, you're working long hours and, you know, there are actually a lot of endurance athletes that work long hours also, yeah. it's kind of like you're just taxing, taxing, taxing. And, and it's kind of, at least I found it was pretty amazing what happened when I slowed down. I was kind of flooded with all these emotions that I didn't really know what to do with <laughs> because uh, I never really had to deal with them. I was so tired all the time. I just went to bed. So, Well, that is really, well, thanks for sharing that. I mean, that's, that's really great for you to share that. And I want to, you know, let's cut to break for, and just, let's just cut to break. And then when we come back, we'll talk more about this, um, this, this kind of dual, what is it? Dual edged, double edged sword of endurance. So, so stay tuned and we'll be right back. Step into a healthier you voice America health and wellness. You read about it in health news every day. Cancer rates are going up. Obesity in the U.S. is on the rise. Heart disease and diabetes are top killers every year. We can follow the advice of our doctor, but cravings persist. Weight goes up and energy is still down. It doesn't have to be like this. Tune in for Body Balance Talk with your host, Jeannie Schmidt, along with Lucy and Madeline. You'll learn how you can work with your body to feel better and look better, too. Body Balance Talk airs live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Serena Wadwa at gmail.com. That's Dr. Serena W A D H W A at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, and thanks for staying with us, listeners. We are talking with Erica Fay about physical wellness and and really, I just want to um, thank you for sharing your own story about that because it's not very often that we get to hear <laughs> where yeah. someone on the show may be coming from. And I really like this idea that you brought up, you know, about how, you know, these concepts that we're talking about, that that they are like a double-edged sword. That, mm-hmm. you know, from your own experience, it sounded like while there was the challenge of developing your own endurance from a physical perspective, you also recognize that it it did serve as a coping mechanism for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wanted to just see if there was more that you can speak about that. Sure. Um, you know, I, I talk a lot with my clients, and this has seemed to be a theme. Maybe it's just like a parallel process, but it seems to be a theme <laughs> in my um clients' presentations and in, um, I guess, my own, uh, my own personal life in, in, in about, like, recognizing feelings and kind of in allowing them to flow. Um, I can't remember. I was listening to somebody who was presenting on wellness. I can't remember who it was. They were talking about how everything in our body has a circular process. So even when we, you know, our respiration, we breathe in, we, we breathe out. Um, our digestion is the same thing. You know, we put something in, we, our body uses what it needs and then excretes what it doesn't. Um, and even our heart, you know, have a flow, it, it pumps blood out and it comes back in. So everything is, it has like a circular process that our bodies kind of go through. And, um, I think one major component to that is the feelings process. And unfortunately, there hasn't been a lot of time spent in terms of I guess, how we've been socialized um, and, and focusing on that, you know. So, like, if you have a feeling, it's kind of like, okay, well, if it's uncomfortable, how can I make this go away or how can I, you know, get this to stop or I need to shift, I need to do something else so that I'm not thinking about this feeling rather than just kind of being with it and, and allowing it to be and knowing that you're going to be okay even though this feeling exists. Um, and I think that's something that I kind of really had to come to, you know, like intellectually, I got it. But in terms of uh, how it affected me in my experience, I, I hadn't really integrated that. And I, I have seen that a lot of my clients are starting to work on that same process. 
Yeah. So it sounds like even, um, you know, talking about, I mean, just kind of the, the paradox of endurance is that how far can you push yourself in terms of not allowing yourself to feel can be even like one piece of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's, you know, from, from what we're discussing, it sounds like that that's not really something that may fit into the concept of wellness and being able to move forward. Yeah, I would say that it doesn't. Um, And I think that's something that's recently shifted for me over the last couple of years. And, you know, I've been really grateful to a lot of helping other helping professionals, colleagues, other things, other, you know, my therapist, other things, you know, right. that, I, that I've been able to read and learn about. And it's just, our feelings are such a huge part of how we operate. And I really, they're not this, this thing that we make up, you know, if that were true, no one would have negative feelings. No one wants to have negative feelings. No one chooses to be depressed, you know, right. I just, <laughs> right. There are, I mean, and somehow they get the message that they're not real or they're not as important as like a broken leg or something. They deserve just the same amount of attention as a physical illness. You know, if you scrape your knee and you've got blood gushing down your leg, uh, at some point you need to clean out the wound and then deal with it, you know, which might be hard and might be messy. And it might hurt, (laughs) you know, with feelings. Sometimes you have to go into it and it hurts and it's messy and, but it helps with kind of moving through it and it doesn't get infected and fester and turn into something else, you know? Right. And what a great way of putting it because I mean, that, that's really a great, um, uh, connection point in terms of how even like our emotional wellness can affect our ability to be physically well. Definitely. Okay. And even just like, you know, what you had mentioned before, like with some of the thoughts even, you know, like when you were talking about your own experience, um, when you broke your uh, hand bones Mm -hmm. and that you were like, no, I'm still going to do this. Just kind of like that mental place that you were in. I think a lot of people experience that. For sure. Too, and it can take a real toll on the body. It really does, you know, and I think that's what kind of sets up the adversarial relationship when your body doesn't go along with the program, you know? (laughs) Okay, well, this is what I I wanted you to do. So the fact that you're not doing it, we have an issue, you know? We're going to fight more. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And you'll, you know, drink more coffee or have some sugar or, you know, to kind of like get you through a short term period. Right. Rather than maybe, yeah, rather than maybe taking a nap. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or or eating um, a a warm meal or something like that. Yeah. Well, let's move on to... um, because I want to, you know, talk also about these other two concepts that you mentioned, uh, the notion of stamina. You, I don't know if I quite got this. My understanding was that it relates to like your staying power. Yeah, I think stamina and endurance are, are pretty, pretty related, you know, okay. and I, I think that ha- is it's similar in terms of you, you paying attention to your body, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that, um, that I've read when they do sleep research and people who are having difficulty sleeping, one of the first things that they try and get 
their uh, patient to do is to actually pay attention to when your body's tired and mm-hmm. see if you can honor that. You know, like it's obviously if it's three o'clock in the afternoon, and you're at work, you can't really go take a nap. But like right. it, when you get home, if you're feeling exhausted and it's six, go to bed. You know, like mm. so that kind of thing is is I found you know that kind of struck a stamina chord for me when I when I was reading about that in terms of sleep research. Yeah, and it sounds like I mean just from what we've been talking about so far is really the the idea of honoring your body and really listening to it may actually help you increase your endurance. Mm-hmm. So that you're you can do more. Definitely, if you are taking care of your body and and what your body needs, um, you know, sleeping, eating yeah. right, you're gonna get your body's gonna function at a better level than it would if you were maxed out. Okay, okay. Let's um talk a little bit about uh, the concept of strength. So this you related to, you know, in the physical world and in the athlete world, I know it, or even just like when people quote unquote work out, there's like strength training and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So what you had mentioned um, as a definition is really the, how strong you are. Mm-hmm. And how yeah, do and you, I know that's really vague. Yes. <laughs> how strong Believe me, I know that are is. you? <laughs> Well, what are you comparing it to? An elephant strength or a mouse strength? So so let's talk a little bit about it. We've got a couple minutes before we go to break, but let's talk a little bit about um, what, you know, how does strength actually fit in with physical wellness? Okay, well, you know, if you if you think about it in terms of just like working out or whatever, you, you there are tons, there's tons of research to support that building more muscle, regardless of what age you are, is good for you. Muscle at rest burns more calories than fat does, and, you know, people like to look strong and, you know, feel strong and know that their bodies can do certain things, um, you know, whether that be bench pressing a certain amount of weight or knowing that your legs are strong enough for you to run you know, 50 miles or whatever the case may be. Um, so there's that aspect of things. But then, you know, the emotional and the emotional strength that I I think is a completely different thing. Um, and I think that is where it can get really tricky also in terms of where we're pushing ourselves. Um, I think for the most part, at least everyone that I've come into contact with in terms of my clients, even people who have been really depressed and really anxious, they are some of the strongest people I know. The fact that they're able to function in the midst of feeling so awful takes an enormous amount of strength. And I think that, you know, it's difficult because obviously they don't see themselves that way when they're in the midst of a depression episode or depressive episode or an episode of anxiety, but I mean, I think for the most part, we are all so resilient and it's really amazing and it speaks to how strong um, we all are. And and I think connecting with that and being able to kind of believe that you do have strength, even if you see yourself as, as being weak or whatever, 
it's just important to to access that somehow. So, yeah, so it sounds like, I mean, like when we talk about physical strength, there are that people do definitely have different goals Mm -hmm. um, and it means kind of different things to different people. And when we connect that with this sense of um, emotional strength, that it really is about um, resiliency and Mm -hmm. just our ability to bounce back from things and how, how well we do that. Definitely. And I love that whole concept of resilience. Um, I really, one of the things that, that I have talked to my clients about, and I know they don't like to hear this, but um, I think that, you know, resilience is not necessarily getting rid of the uncomfortable feeling, whether that be anxiety, depression, any name your uncomfortable feeling, but it's being able to sit with it and know that you're going to be okay. So you have an increased tolerance for it. I think that's resilience. And what a great uh, definition. So let's cut to break right now. And when we come back, we'll uh, touch base with that. Stay tuned. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine, navigating the cancer maze with host Grace Goller. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's one 1-866- I'm Steve, and I just opened my own barbecue restaurant. I'm the sauce master, but I'm no expert in printing. And I'm Mary. I own the UPS store in Steve's neighborhood, and I help with professional printing like flyers and posters to promote Steve's restaurant. Steve loves being on his own. But I'm not alone, thanks to Mary. To find a locally owned center near you, visit the UPSstore.com. We love small businesses. We love logistics. The UPS store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary by location. See center for details. Credit stressed? Need credit repair? The Federal Credit and Business Police, FTC, state they've never seen a legal credit repair clinic. Those so-called credit repair and debt negotiator illegals are not smart enough to get legal. 
You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to drserenawathwa at gmail.com. That's drserenawathwa at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, and welcome back. Thanks for staying with us, listeners. And we're talking with Erica Fay about physical wellness and all these different ties to stamina and strength and endurance. And before we uh, went to break, we were talking about uh, the concept of resiliency and and how, um, you know, from what you said, that it was the notion about being able to increase one's tolerance to not so uh, enjoyable feelings to be, yeah. <laughs> to say it nicely. <laughs> yeah. And that's hard to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so hard. And it's so funny because, uh, I remember during break, I was asking you, what was it that you just said? And, and you were telling me that and I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I blocked that out. I didn't really want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I think my clients probably do that too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I didn't really want to hear I need to increase my tolerance to painful feelings. <laughs> so so and I'm I'm really curious. So, you know, kind of talking about um, you know, with with everything that we did talk about, you know, given the notion that endurance can potentially be a double-edged sword, and given that you know, strength and this concept of just increasing our tolerance to painful feelings. What what are a couple different suggestions you can give listeners, you know, that are interested in developing their own endurance, stamina, or strength to help them move forward? Well, I mean, I think everything is about balance, right? Anything of a, of something is is not good, you know. Um, so there needs to be, I think the key is balance, and that's also really difficult. So, um, you know, making sure that you can access resources to help you feel balanced. And um, I think when you're feeling stressed out or you're starting to get a twinge in terms of somewhere in your body, something that's being physically um, calling your attention to it, uh, anything like that is kind of an indicator that something is out of balance and that could be in a realm of situations. You know, it could be um, in your relationship. It could be in your work life. Um, uh, Dr. Alyssa Rankin, she um, wrote a book, Mood Over Medicine, and, and she talks about, about this, but there are all these components that she, say, she says that, that also comprise um, wellness. And so if any of these things are out of balance, um, she says that your body is the first one to give you a cue. It's the first mm. one to start whispering, to use her words. Oh, what, what a nice way to phrase that. It's whispering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't tend to generally listen to whispers, though. I mean, I, you know, like most people may, like what you said earlier, like a person may be like, oh, you know, my, um, I'm really tired, but I still want to work out or whatever right. the case may be that we don't listen to those, those really tiny whispers. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like one thing you're suggesting is to start listening to that. Yeah. And just to maybe even ask yourself, like, what needs my attention here? Like, what is, 
what is feeling off within me? Is there something going on at work? Is there something going on in my relationship? Have I been not getting enough sleep? Have I been eating, you know, food that is less than nutritious? You know, those types of questions can kind of help you to hone in on what might be out of balance for you. Mm, okay. And what about then with um, with strength? Well, when you talk about balance, I mean, the one thing that I, <clears throat> what came to mind for me was this notion of like what you were talking about earlier, you know, the, the idea of not feeling any of your feelings at all. That, so mm-hmm. that's kind of like being on the one side of the swing, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And that's really, I think it, it can be really dangerous. Yeah. What about, um, like you mentioned this notion of resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what is it that you mean about resources to, to support um, or help out with developing endurance or stamina, strength? Well, I think one of, you know, one of the main resources is that identifying that you have it, having, having the internal strength in, you know, it, it's already present and it's there, and you have endurance, and you have stamina. Um, it's just kind of about accessing it to use it for what you need it for in your life and in a balanced way, which is the tricky part. Um, and, you know, I think there's a, a couple of different things that can go into that. I mean, if you recognize that this is something that you're struggling with, and no matter what you try, something feels out of whack, then, you know, get some access some professional resources. You know, there are a lot, there's a lot of research out. um, Well, and obviously there's so many things on the internet, but um, you know, there's tons of information about, you know, foods that are healthy and nutritious and the non-genetically modified foods. I mean, you know, those types of things are, you're putting, um, you know, really good nutrition into your body to power the engine, like we had talked about before. Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, if you're feeling like you got that box checked and for whatever reason the emotion thing is just kind of a thorn in your side, you know, <laughs> therapists are they're everywhere. And, right. you know, I know there's maybe, I think, more so a little while ago um, than now, kind of a stigma associated with therapy. But the reality is that, you know, people that come to therapy are just like you and me. So when you need some help, just get it, you know? Um, And then they have a variety of helping professionals, acupuncturists, you know, doctors, naturopaths, uh, chiropractors, dietitians. I mean, there's so much out there, um, you know, that you can actually tap into if, if you identify that you need some help in a certain area. And that's, uh, you know, a really great way to kind of phrase it, even like from, like you're talking about therapy is looking at it really as a resource mm-hmm. to to give you just some additional uh, help or access to information or, you know, even with motivating um, oneself mm-hmm. to, to work through 
whatever it may may be. So we, you know, we talked about a lot of different concepts today, and we've only got about a minute left here. Um, I was wondering, you know, if there's one or two, maybe one suggestion that you can offer to the listeners in terms of what they can do to help motivate themselves to be more physically well, to move forward in that direction. And that would just be honor your body. Oh, yes. Lovely. <laughs> and, <laughs> and not use that double-edged sword. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so know, if, if anyone has questions, I, I have, um, you know, on my website and I'm on Twitter and stuff. So I, I'm happy to answer any questions beyond this. I, I offer 10-minute free consults um, for new clients. And I work with a lot of clients on these issues that we've discussed. So I'd be more than happy to um you know, answer any questions that anybody has, or if someone wants to contact me um, via email or phone, I'm happy to receive any of those questions can, or comments. Can you give them uh, one of those contact information uh, pieces? Sure. My email address is Faye Solutions. So my last name is F as in Frank, A-Y, and solutions, all one word, at gmail.com. And you can also follow me at Erica underscore LMFT on Twitter. And those would be some good ways to get in contact with me. Wonderful. Well, Erica, thanks so much for joining us today. And I really appreciate, you know, just sharing part of your own personal story and really having such a great discussion on physical or physical wellness. Oh, thank you, Serena. It was really fun. Great. Well, thanks, listeners, for staying with us today and join us next week when we talk to Dr. Maristella Zell, who will talk about mindfulness. Thanks for joining us and uh, catch you next week. Thanks again for making the first of hopefully many changes this week by tuning in to Moving Forward Wellness One Step at a Time. Dr. Serena Wadwell hopes that you'll join her again next Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great week. Music.